Welcome to our uh, bonus Patreon exclusive episode. We don't have a Patreon, do we? No. Uh, but when we do, we'll have to make this exclusive to the Patreon. This is our bonus Patreon episode. Uh, we're in. I, Mr. McGee, will be asking uh, our three guests today. That would be um, Aaron. Say hi, Aaron. Hi. All right. Tanner. Hello, I'm not really a guest because I'm in every podcast. So you're always a guest in this classroom, Tanner. And then uh, another returning, right? You've been on before. No, I actually haven't. You have not. Oh, okay. You and I have worked on stuff, but not the actual podcast. Well, then let me welcome for the very first time to our podcast, Mike. Do you prefer Mike? Mikey? Uh, I prefer Mikey. Mikey. I thought you did. All right. So. Uh, I, for this very special episode, we're not going to be talking about a movie. Tanner and I have talked about movies, episodes of Stranger Things, video games. Yes. He's also going to be, uh, the podcast is going through some, uh, changes an evolution, if you will. Uh, we're actually going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons. We were supposed to be doing that right now, I think. Right. We were. Yeah, yeah. We were to. yeah and then, um, uh, Ren had to cancel. Ren had to cancel, and I had uh, the three guests here, and then I came up with an idea, because sometimes you just listen to hear people talk, or some people listen just to hear people talk, and I uh, remembered there was a book published, ooh, I don't even remember when this book was published, but it was called The Book of Questions, written by, well, I found a PDF, and it says The Book of Questions by Gregory Stock, Ph.D., I don't know what that PhD is for, but I thought I remembered the book that I saw. Uh, it's in a PhD store. for stonks. <laughs> PhD for stonks? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, I found a PDF. It's only like an 18-page thing that has a bunch of uh, questions that kind of require some sort of uh, yeah. deep thought, maybe, perhaps. Yeah, let's say deep thought. So since there's so many, I just thought I would... Uh, you know, ask people to give me a number between uh, the number two and 18, because two, there's no questions on it. And then we can pick a question off of there. I'll just, you know, randomly uh, chosen. So I think I'm going to start with Aaron. Aaron, give me a number between two and 18. And then we'll discuss this. Seven. All right. So page number seven. And then uh, the numbers are 87 through 100. Pick a number between. You can say 87 and 100 or some number in, be, in between. 90. 90. All right. So question 90 is, I just had it, is, uh, all right. If you could choose the uh, sex and physical appearance of your soon-to-be-born child, would you do it? All right. And the floor is open. If you could choose uh, the physical appearance even of, your, of a soon-to-be-born child, would you do this? Any thoughts on this, that's, that's guys? No. You say no. no, okay. All right. No. Any, what? No. Tanner said no. All right. Um, any explanations as to why? Because it'd it just be unfair. It's, uh, it's messed up, bro. You think that's messed up? There, there, there are procedures to help in, influence that, I think, right? Don't you have to go to, like, a specialist and they put something in, like, what's the thing that's where that um, spins it? A centrifuge? Have you used those in chemistry? I think that's involved, and you can kind of have a better chance. But someone said that's messed up. Was that Tanner or Mike who said? Tanner, explain. And I'm not debating you. I just want to hear your... It's just, I can't give an answer. It's just, 
All right. <laughs> okay. It just is. It goes against what God or what do what do you? He's not sure. His goes against everything. All right. I remember when uh, I have two daughters, and I remember uh, we. You know how you can go to the the doctor and they do an ultrasound, and you can usually figure out like you know if you're going to have a boy or a girl. You can usually figure that that out. Mm -hmm. um, some parents want to know. Oh, and it's a big deal now. Aren't there those gender reveal parties yeah. where you have like a red or pink, or no, sorry, red. You have a blue or pink thing explode and you set a forest on fire and then everyone gets to know, you know. Um, that's 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 actually happened, I think, yeah, right? I know. People have set things on fire because I, of that. Yeah. Um, on but, one hand, it's funny, but on the other hand, it's really, really, really not. Yeah. Right. But I remember um, my, my wife and I didn't want to know ahead of time. And uh, I kind of looked at it as, uh oh, Tanner, if you need if you need a drink, you got some lemonade there, don't you? Oh, poor Tanner. Um, I remember I kind of looked at it like, uh, you know, when you wake up on C Christmas morning mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and it's kind of like not a surprise because you know it's coming. But you get to find out then like, we kind of looked at it that way, I guess. I don't know. You know, so. All right. Should we move on to a second one? Unless anyone has anything else to add or no, Tanner. I got nothing. All right. So Tanner, again, the numbers between two and 18, we went with seven. You can say seven again if you want to. That's fine. Eight. All right. Uh, the next page, page eight and page eight, Tanner questions 101 through 117. 110. 110. And now that I'm looking at these, some of these are somewhat, uh, I might need to revise. <laughs> All right, number 110. Oh, this one. If you were having difficulty on an important test and could safely cheat by looking at someone else's paper, would you do so? No, because it's unfair. All right, Mike says that's unfair. All right, any other thoughts on that? Depends. And we're just talking in a vague general sense. I'm not trying to like... I'm if, not, I've already, if I've already studied for the quiz, then no. If I have it, I know nothing, then probably, yeah. Well, well it says you're having trouble on it. Yeah, it yeah. says that you're having difficulty on an important yes. stuff, And you Maybe. could no. safely, safely uh -huh. cheat. So that, you know, there's no chance that the teacher's going to notice this happening. Okay, but what, yes, if, what if the person that you're cheating off of has the wrong answer? Okay, Ooh, there's always that possibility, sure. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, he does. All right. So it sounds like we're all against this. What if it's like a hundred, a hundred questions, and there's just one you're not sure on? Does that change change things? I mean, you feel pretty good about sure. the other ninety-nine. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not trying to talk you into cheating. I just. Oh no! I'm gonna cheat on my next test. Totally wink, wink. I just remember when I was in school, I would definitely feel differently where i'm like eh, it's only one it's not going to make a big difference if i you know i got narrowed down to b or c let's see what that person thinks well they think b yeah you know i was kind of thinking maybe b too i, I kind of i would kind of justify that kind of in my mind that i'm not saying that that's the right thing to to do but i did seem to have like that kind of thought process at the time anyone else anyone have anything else to to add to that all right I was thinking, should I ask them if they've ever done that? But again, you don't have to answer this. Uh, oh, oh, no, actually. Oh, oh. Uh, this is. Not any of my English tests. 
this is this is being recorded by the way so oh no all right all right he's so, next door come on okay so uh we did seven and eight we could there's like um several on each page so you could do this again mike pages two or mikey two pages two to 18. uh let's go three all right three and on page three uh there are numbers 14 through 33. let's go 20. all right 20. okay That's i can go 15. yes i gotta go by it's like it's already twelve thirty-six. i didn't know the time all right, all right number 20. Answer this question before you go. If you knew of a way to use your estates, you know, like the house and all the money that you've made, yeah. following your death to greatly benefit humanity, would you do it and leave only a minimal amount to your family? So would you spend... Oh, so, so, so yeah, so you've made all this money in, in your lifetime. Upon no, I leave all of it to my family because the world sucks. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> the world. So you would, you would, you would help your family. This does say you would greatly benefit humanity. You know, whatever. The They'll probably mess it up again. <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, okay. humanity needs help to not suck. It needs help, sure. But on the other hand, I agree with whoever said they mess it up again. Okay. I said that. That's yeah, what that's that's what All right, let's see what Aaron has to say. Aaron, yeah, you would, would you would give it to your family too. I think I to greatly benefit humanity. That's really vague, but I kind of feel like my initial reaction is to leave leave it to my to my family. Plus, I'm thinking, you know, your family's going to need you know X amount of dollars benefiting humanity. That would probably cost a lot more, or maybe the family could do more with it, you know, if it's only one set amount of money. So I think I'm kind of agreeing with you guys. So okay, Dan, yeah. you, you are free if you if you have to go now. That's perfectly fine. See you later, Tanner. Goodbye. See you later, Tanner. All right, All right. it's your turn now, McGee. Oh, I get to pick one. That's a good idea. Uh, I'm going to say number fifteen. Tanner wanted to make sure we all heard the door. All right, number 15, and uh, let's see. Uh, oh, there's 11 through 50, but there's a bunch that are are, are skipped. Um, all right, I guess I'll just go with uh, two. Um, mm, yeah, there's, it's because on, on it goes to 11, 14, 17, it kind of skips some. Uh, I did see 25 on here. Let's do that one. So 25 is, uh, yeah, and the numbers they they start over again, like towards the end. I, I don't I don't understand this. So, but the question is, why does a beautiful creature merit more compassion than an ugly one? Ooh, why do people do that? Uh, well, I have some theories on this, and if you guys can, interrupt me. my theories are that um, a beautiful creature like if we're talking about a person they probably get treated better you know they probably get some advantages because they look nicer than other people and then so you know they're not bitter not that you know people that aren't beautiful are always bitter but you know they're uh and they so they probably see the world through, through that experience 
where they're like, oh, people are nice and they're going to help each other out. You know, not always. There are some people who are not like that. Um, more compassion. I like to call, yes. all right, so if I may. Yes, yeah, please. Um, I like to call this the... What do you want to call this? <laughs> You're going to laugh at me. I like to call it the phantom theory. Okay. What so is the phantom theory? Inherently... Like of the opera? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because one of the lines that stuck out to me is uh, no no compassion anywhere, meaning like he probably went through. He saw no, no one ever showed him compassion. Yes. Yes. And I like to think that like that obviously it was because it's his faith. Yes. Yeah. And that's wrong that that happened, but that's the way people often that's the way are. People, are. people yes. tend to view things as if they are inherently ugly or disgusting they look down on it, look down hate on. it. yeah right it's different yeah aaron any thoughts i agree with what Mikey said. okay this this question there's another part or there's a couple other parts it says does it damage us psychologically when, when, when we destroy something we find beautiful well and i would answer that i think i think it has the potential to damage us when we destroy uh, anything, whether we find it beautiful or whether we don't find it beautiful. Well, it might be more damaging to destroy uh, uh, something beautiful. And I'm just saying that because, um, you know, it's the idea that like if a, you've, you've seen news stories like this where like a young, beautiful, you know, woman gets kidnapped, you know, and it's all over the, the news. Uh, someone not so attractive, say it happens to. I don't know if that always gets reported on as much or if we obsess over that as as much, maybe. But I still think it would. The, the question is, does it damage us when we destroy something we find beautiful? I'd have to say, yeah, of course it would do some damage, I think. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd like to um, uh, add a parallel to that. Yes. What if that's something that is beautiful is destroying and or damaging us? Oh, that's a good point. Well, then, yeah, that's going to change how we, well, at least in my perspective, then that it, would change how I, how I see that, that thing. You yeah, know it's mean? beautiful anymore. Right, 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 right. Right. Like, I can think of, like, uh, since we're talking about beautiful people, you know, there are lots of celebrities who are attractive people. And then if I see them in an interview and they seem like really nice and funny and like charming people, that kind, of, that kind of elevates how I see them. You can be the most beautiful woman in the world or most beautiful person of any kind in the world. And if you're not a nice person, that kind of lowers how I look at them. I'm like, eh, I guess physically, but ugh, all that other stuff with it, forget it. Well, no, thank you. Um, Aaron, anything? There's a little bit more. It says... Uh, how meaningful is the difference, and this is awful, between pulling the wings off an insect and stepping on it? That's a weird question. How meaningful is, is the difference? Idea. Well, pulling the wings off, you're just doing it to torture the animal, right? Yeah, that's just an act of cruelty right there. Right. If there was like a bee that flew in here and I had to kill it with like a rolled up newspaper, I mean, that's that's one thing, right? Yeah, but tearing the wings off it that yeah. is much it's like you're torturing an animal you're like and yeah and like you're you're uh uh you know uh a lot not elongating but you know if you just like whack it with a paper boom, it's it's dead instantly but if you're gonna sit there and spend time torturing it that's i that's find that weird 
I find that weird. So I think it's a big, yeah, I find a big difference there. Um, is the decision, this, this one has like four parts. Is the decision on of how to kill something a minor decision when balanced against the decision of whether or not to kill it at all? Oh, <laughs> this one. Uh, well, I mean, with the death penalty, there's humane ways to, you know, so-called humane ways to, to execute people. You know, they, they don't hang people anymore, right? No. It's either lethal injection or the electric chair. Lethal injection is supposed to be the most humane way because, you know, it like just put, puts you down like a dog, basically. Electric chairs look kind of painful. So, oh, I got really dark there. Yeah, that did. Let's move on to the next question, please. Right, Aaron, uh, once again, pages 2 through 18. 19. 19. 19, 17. 17. Okay, that's uh, all right. And you have roughly, they kind of skips around, but 115 through 164. 155. All right, there isn't exactly 155. Um, the question is, are honors more likely to come to those who seek them or to those who don't care about fame and think only of their work? Ooh. So who do you think gets uh, honored more? Or is more likely to be honored people those who seek you know they make a big you know, they try to work towards it or those who don't care about it and they think only of their i'd say both their work you think both all right I I think both. okay i'm gonna let aaron take the floor first take the floor aaron Floor's yours he took the floor next thing you know um, i don't know all right I feel like the the last couple of pages, these are like harder uh, questions. Mike, were you going to say something about I'm gonna this? Say, um, I think it all depends on one thing and one thing only, and that is luck. That is luck? Okay. Because you can be incredibly, incredibly talented and really care about searching for that, like honor and fame and fortune, you know? Yeah. But well, you can have the worst luck in the world and not make, make that big break as they say oh yeah or you can have little to no talent <laughs> uh wow wow little to no talent and then uh make it big okay and uh, i did i did i cough earlier yeah I, I heard something um it also says how much do fame and, and accomplishment impress you are you impressed by fame I'm impressed by fame that is worked for. So accomplishment does impress you then? If People that accomplish certain. things? If, it, if, if they it's earn. not, it's like someone getting lucky over and over and over again. I, I like accomplishments. That's a good distinction, yeah. I don't even know if I would call that, like, what did they really accomplish, you know? Like, if I won the lottery, did I, I mean, I got money, but did I work? No, I just, like, got the little card and I scratched it off. And, oh, I won my money. But the person that actually... You know, did something like um, I feel differently about. I guess like who, like the, who made who made Whiplash? Uh oh, some I can't think of his name, but there's an indie director. director. I know, yeah, sure. yeah, indie. Like Could that guy, he has made one of my favorite films imaginable, and I, it it got nominated for a Best Picture. Aaron, have you seen that movie Whiplash? No. Well, it's pretty good. Always. Directed by Damien. Ch Chazel, Ch Chazel. Damien Chazel, yeah. Chazel. It might be, it might be Chazel. I don't know exactly. Damien Chazel, yes, yes, I know. 
I remember now. And he also did, after Whiplash, I thought he did another movie. He did, I'm looking it up on the Internet Movie Database. Oh, he did La La, no, he wrote La La Land, wrote and directed. See? La La See Land. No. Have See? you seen that movie, Aaron? La La Land, Ryan Gosling, I think Emma Stone. And he also has another movie coming out called Babylon. But he that is, pre, well, it's in pre-production. He's making Babylon. So starring Brad Pitt and Margot Roby. All right, let's get back to the questions. Whose turn is it? Aaron, is it you? It's oh, it's Mike's turn. All right, Mike. I think Aaron just went right. Two through 18. Let's go three. All right, three. Yeah, because the lower numbers, I think they're a little bit easier. And that would be number 14 through 33. Did I choose three earlier? I think I did. It's fine. There's a, there's a lot on here. Uh, let's go. Um, fifteen. All right, fifteen is. Whom do you admire most? Ooh. And in what way does this person inspire you? Well, this is a good one. I have three in my life. Okay, let's hear them. Um, well, one of them technically counts as two people, but I'm putting them in the same category. Okay. Um, number one is my parents. All right, nice. Because they they are my biggest supporters in the world. They support me in every single thing I do. They do, don't they? I have they came to every scholastic bowl meet, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Middle school scholastic bowl. I coached middle school scholastic bowl. And, and his parents were always there. Yeah. Um so I so I assume they come to other stuff too. When I saw uh Cinderella, I think I saw them there too. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one would be my grandmother. Oh, that's nice. Another very on your mom's side or your dad's side? Mom's side. Uh, okay. She's another very big supporter of mine. Very cool. Always the first to congratulate me on something right after my parents. Cool. And uh, she must live in, like in the area then. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Number three. Number three, Adam Sandler. No, not well, Adam Sandler. Oh, my goodness. I thought you were a fan. Okay, so number three would be? I'm not going to say his name. Okay, but, but? There's a certain senior that's oh. graduating this year that okay. I really look up to, and he's really talented. Okay. Talented in what way? Music. I'm gonna to try to figure out. Hmm, I have some. I have some uh, suspicions. I, Does oh, Aaron's nodding. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna say them out loud. Yeah, I. I kind of don't feel like it's too fair. Like to name, you know, you may you mentioned your parents and your you know grandmother. That's fine. But yeah, someone a student in this building that's not here. I don't think I should say their. No, but I, I have some. I have some suspicions. Aaron has some suspicions. You too. guys probably know who it is. Is it um Aaron? Oh. <laughs> Aaron does is it uh does he have or no? Does he have like a little bit of no? No, he doesn't. Pantomiming. Oh well that's not who I was thinking. Hmm. All right, well that's fine. I don't have to know exactly. Uh all right. No, that's, that's fine. No, honestly. Oh yeah, let's hear what Aaron uh has to say. So uh who do you admire, Aaron? Um my first one would yes. be my older sister. Very cool. She's what's her what's your older sister's name if you don't uh, mind sarah she graduated she graduated when did she graduate uh, 
2019. Okay. My brother. Okay. All right. So that's so that's one. Did, did you have? I kind I kind of remember Sarah McDowell. I think. All right. So anyways, uh, anyone else? Uh, number two. Yeah. Oh wow, Mikey. Okay. That's that's any flattering. any particular reasons why? No. Just, just everything. Just yeah. right there. Okay. That's flattering. Thank you. Cool. And then number three and my other friend, but okay. they don't go here. They don't go here. All right. Yeah, I think I think I caught Sarah, didn't I? I had to. I swear though, sometimes people graduate and as soon as they're gone poof out of my brain because the next class is here and i have to devote you know the number of brain cells to remembering those those people um the ones i do remember though that i will never forget are the ones that i oh let's just say uh you know maybe had to contact law enforcement about you know when when that happens no that, way wait well, did that actually have to happen that's possibly and so sarah i never i don't think i i i, I know i never had to contact law enforcement uh, I have one request, McGee. Yes. Don't forget me. What do you mean, don't forget you? I mean, like, don't forget me after I graduate. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying that, uh, yeah, there's, well, because you went, because, like I said, Scholastic Bowl, sixth yeah. or eighth grade. And yeah, so, like, if I spend, like, a lot of time working with, you know, with with a student on things, and oh, yeah, that's definitely going to gonna help. Um, or if it's like, you know, I had to write, like, several detentions for them. I'm probably going to re remember them also. Um, I'm going to answer this too. So who do you admire most? In what ways does that person inspire you? Um, you know, I have family members too. Uh, my w wife, you know, my daughters, they kind of inspire me too. Um, I was thinking of some famous people too. So I, oh, I had a good one too. Oh, this is going to sound really dumb. But, <laughs> but when I was in... Oh, was it first grade, second grade? I got sick and I stayed home from school and I was watching television because I was just laying on the couch feeling sick. And my parents used to always have us watch PBS all the time, you know, because it's educational, you know. And there was a show about Leonardo da Vinci. And I, and I remember thinking, this guy is awesome. <laughs> I was really impressed by Leonardo da Vinci because he was a good artist. Uh, he had all these scientific breakthroughs. He was a true Renaissance man. Literally. And thought, yeah. And I thought that that was cool. He came up with a lot of really uh, cool things. Yeah. No, that's completely fair. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of feel like a dope for saying Leonardo da Vinci. No, no, that's completely uh, fair. He also was left-handed and he wrote like backwards. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. That's interesting. I also am inspired by the story of uh, Helen Keller, <laughs> just because, um, you know, she had so much working against her, you know, she couldn't see, she couldn't hear, and she had to learn like, uh, how to communicate, you know, with those two, uh, huge, uh, I don't know if it's, should say handicaps, but with those two, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Huge ones, huge. But yet she managed to do that regardless. So those are two historical people that really, uh, inspire me. Um, yes. I'm talking about historical people. Yeah, who historically? Uh, My sisters, they inspire me too. This is going to sound really dumb, but Teddy Roosevelt. I can see that, definitely. Teddy Roosevelt. 
Wasn't he shot before he gave a speech and he, he gave shot, the speech? He shot before he gave a speech. And then after he got done treating, he went up and continued giving the speech and mocked the dude. Giving <laughs> the not, mock, not, not giving a speech. He mocked the dude that shot him. Yeah, that's you You hear that something like that. And it's like, how can you not love that guy? That's so cool. Um, the other one would have to be literally anyone who founded a union. Oh, that's an interesting answer. A union. All right, cool. Yeah, um, cool. Little thing about me. Um, my father was a union worker. Before yeah. He retired. Yeah. Um, my brother is a union worker currently. Oh, cool. Um, my grandfather, my great grandfather, were all union workers. So, yeah. quite liter literally and figuratively, union workers have put a roof over my head, and I have the yeah. most respect for them. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, I'm a I'm a public school teacher. I'm in a union. So yeah, I get it. Definitely. Um, Aaron, anyone from history that you kind of think is cool or has done um, or not even history, just like maybe a celebrity or I don't know, it could be anything. No, not All I, right. I haven't really thought about it. Okay. Then let's move on to whose turn is it to pick? I'm kind of lost. I believe it's yours. Me again. All right. Let's go with number six and page or page six. 70 to 86. Uh, let's go with uh, 76. And oh, this one's awful. All right. One hot summer afternoon, while walking through a parking lot at a large shopping center, you notice a dog suffering badly from the heat inside a locked car. What would you do? All right. I'm going to answer this one. Um, I would probably see if the door, what well, says a locked car? Oh. I was going to say I would try the door first and if it but if it was locked and it was at a uh, large shopping center I would go to the nearest store uh, I would find an employee I would tell them um, he, the dog is suffering uh, maybe I'd call would it be appropriate to call 911 maybe uh, not like not 911, but maybe a non-emergency police number. It, isn't, it, it says the dog is suffering badly. Do you call 911 for animals? I don't know. I I might just call 911 and say, hey, uh, I don't know if you deal with animals, but there's an animal in a locked car. Uh, it is suffering. It's a hot summer afternoon. I wouldn't want to just like, you know, throw a brick through the window because that's someone's car. Uh, but still, I, I would be thinking, like, if nothing, if I went in the store and they were like, eh, it's not our problem, if I called, and they're like, eh, well, you shouldn't call 911 for animals, we'll send a police car eventually. Ooh, I would uh, not. Then, drastic, then I would like to say drastic times call for drastic measures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, break the window. So you would definitely want to break the, the window then? Uh, maybe if everything else failed. Yeah, I would I would save that for a last like last resort. resort and like if i saw the person coming over i would probably say something to them like you're lucky i didn't break your window and if they wanted to like argue with me i would argue back and just be like you're an idiot you shouldn't have left this poor animal in there it could have died why would you do such a horrible thing are we on the same page with this then yeah, yeah. you can't you can't do that right you can't leave animals inside a, a locked car all right, Aaron, I believe. All right, yeah, that was an easy one, I guess. All right, Aaron, page two through 18. Uh, four. Oh, four, okay. And you have numbers 34 
through 51. 36. 36. All right. And the question is, um, if you knew you could devote yourself to any single occupation, music, writing, acting, business, politics, medicine, etc., and be among the best and most successful in the world at it, which one would you choose? Directing. All right. So Mikey says directing. You said which one? Music? Yeah. Do you mean composing, performing? And you, and you get to be the best and most successful. All right. So like s singing, would you want to be like a singer then? Yeah. What type of music would you sing? Be very careful with your answer. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying to. Aaron can say all of them. Aaron can say, I don't know. Any? Okay. Would you want to um, like sing on stage or do concerts or albums? Or how would you want to go about Probably music on video? Stage. On stage, like in shows, like, uh, like 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 that one girl. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Which girl? Oh, Well, she was like a songwriter for other people, and then she started performing her 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 own stuff. So, would you want to be like on Broadway? Then, is that what you mean when you say on stage, like in in a show? Well, it's it's your. You can be among the best and most successful at it. So yeah, all right. Mike, you said directing. Are you talking film? Yes. Movies? Okay. I know. Huge, huge shocker there. Well, I don't know if you meant like uh, stage productions or no, but movies. No, I, okay. Movies, easily. All right. Obviously, that's what I'm doing right now with one of my current films, Legacy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be coming out soon for those who are waiting. Yes, I'm doing the same with Blood. We still have to finish some some things first. Yeah, but, we still got to Yeah, it. yeah, but right, it's it it will get done. Get, keep so, so you would be one of the best and most successful. Would you pick a genre like drama, horror, comedy, drama? drama? Okay, cool. Stuff like um, uh, stuff like Whiplash, stuff like uh, Lady Bird. Oh, I liked La Lady Bird. Is with Lady uh, awesome. Saoirse Ronan, right? I believe so. The girl at the Catholic school, mm -hmm. and uh, she and her mom fight, kind of. Yep. Have you seen Lady Bird? Oh, it's really good. It's so good. Yeah, in the in the opening, doesn't she throw herself out of the car? And gets a cast on her arm. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. I I don't know. There are some really funny parts of that movie. It's and also then, really sad. Oh, there were so there are really really sad parts. The part that like I caught me off guard, and I was like, oh my god, this is this is so so sad. When she had that one boyfriend. But then he he was he was gay, remember the boyfriend? Mm -hmm. And then he came to her and he's like, please don't please don't tell my 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 parents. They'll get like really really upset. And then she ended up hugging him because he was like really really sad about it. I was like, oh my god, this movie. Um, but Lady Bird, yeah. Yeah, I want to like I wouldn't mind directing something like that's set in more. Um, uh... Believable. If you if you liked Lady Bird, we like talking about movies. Aaron, do you like talking about movies? If you liked Lady Bird, the woman who directed that, she also did the most recent adaptation of Little Women. Oh, and yeah, Little and Little Women was a movie where I was like, mm, this will probably be pretty good. I guess I'll go see this. You know, this might not be quite what I would. You know, go see in the movie theater. But I, I loved it. I thought that movie was so good. <laughs> it was like it was like a hundred times better than uh, 
I don't know. I, not that I was thinking it was going to be bad. And it had some really good uh, actresses in it. It had, uh, let me see. It had Saoirse Ronan again. It had uh, Emma Watson, who played Hermione, you know, from, from Harry Potter. Uh, it had that one British actress, uh, Florence Pugh. She was in Midsummer, which is a crazy horror movie, but oh, so good. Oh, and who else was in it? Um, the actress from Laura Dern from Jurassic Park. Have you seen Jurassic Park? Uh, the original one? Yeah, the original one. Wait, Laura, she's in that? Laura Dern, she's yeah. Yeah, she's I like she's she's the mom because Laura Dern is the mom, and then she has four four daughters and toiling thing. Well, it's like it's kind of like a year in their in their life, or maybe over a year. There's a lot of different things that happen. Like you know, one likes this guy, but maybe he likes that girl instead. And then you know, um, so it's like it's, they don't have a ton of money. It's yeah, well, yeah, they they don't have a ton of money. So there's other parts where it's like you know, how are they going to get by? And they need money for this. They have a neighbor who lives next door who's like wealthy, and the one daughter goes over and like helps him, and he's kind of scary at first, but then he turns out to be you know, a, a good person. And their father is off in the civil war, I think, or he's doing something where he's not home, but then he comes home halfway, halfway through. Mm. I could watch that movie like yeah. once, once a week. Mer yeah. Meryl Streep is in it. Meryl Streep's awesome. I also wouldn't mind directing like a show. Yeah. If it was a, right. If it was one you could feel really proud of, you know, yeah, like, um, have you heard of letter Kenny? I've heard of it. I got to check this out. I'm gonna look this up. Is it a comedy? I recommend not doing it now. What? What? It's just, a. Just. I'm looking it up. Letterkenny. It's a more of a. It's a TVMA. It's a comedy. It's a quick-witted, fast-paced comedy about rural folk getting by in a small town. It says. Yep. And it is on Hulu. It's in on. It's in well, Letterkenny, Ontario, Canada, and okay. I wouldn't mind directing like a show that's set in a small town. Yeah, I really would not mind that. Um, if I had to choose a small town to shoot it in, though, yeah, huh? I wonder. We happen to live in one, don't we? That's, that's, that's kind yeah. of what I was going for. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't really mind shooting a movie and/or film in Wilmington. Right. I liked the show The Good Place, and uh, you know, a show like that. It was a half-hour comedy, but it was so good. Oh, I love that show, or um, Parks and Rec, or something like that. Speaking of Wilmington and film, there are a couple people in this high school, a couple seniors in this high school, actually, who I would not mind having in my movies or films. There are some talented people in this building. Indeed. All right, let's go on. To the next the well, there's there's only one. There's only there's like a short part after this. It says if you only had a ten percent chance of being that successful, would you still put in the effort? Absolutely. So, so you have a ninety percent chance of failing. Absolutely. You would still put in the I, effort. I, I okay. Put in that effort. Okay. Because ten percent right. is better than zero. <laughs> you can't argue with this. All right. Uh, whose turn is it to pick? <laughs> that sounds like half my grade trying to justify their grade sometimes. Right. Is it is it your turn, Mikey? To pick? All right, two to eighteen. Uh, let's go two. Two. All right, and two. That would be one through thirteen. Uh, let's go. Let's go six. All right, number six is. Uh, oh, this is interesting. You discover that your wonderful one-year-old child is. So you you know had had a child with someone. 
So you discover your wonderful one-year-old child is because of a mix-up at the hospital, not yours. Would you want to exchange the child to try to correct the mistake? No, because I already spent a year, a year with it. And I already <laughs> All right. So a year is a pretty good amount of time. Mike has already established a bond with this one-year-old child. Uh, yeah, what do you think? You would keep the one-year-old child? Would you want to exchange the child? Um, yeah, I don't know. I would feel like we'd have to do something. <laughs> like we would have to contact the other family that has uh, the other child. And I would want to be in the other child's life somehow. You know? But then just, yeah, a child's not like a a shirt that you bought that's the wrong size. And you can just exchange. You can't just exchange it. Yeah, that does, that seems... That's see, that just seems like heartless and horrible. No, yeah. All right. Like, I already love this child. Why would I change it? Right. All right. I think it's my turn. Yes, it is. I'm going to pick page number nine, and I have 118 through 134. All right. Let's go with, uh, um, let's I see. I think this might be my last one before I head out, too. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Um, Last one for the day, then? I'm kind of cheating. Um, oh, here's one. 1 to 23. When you do something ridiculous, how much does it bother you to have other people notice it and laugh at you? It depends. Okay, what's it depend? It depends. Have we all had this happen? Yeah. When you do something ridiculous, how much does it bother you to have other people oh. notice it and to laugh at you? It honestly depends. If I'm trying to get people to notice and laugh at, which I do often, uh, yes. like here, here's one of my favorite stories that came out of middle school. Oh. So, you know Mr. Spicer, right? Yeah, I know Mr. Spicer. Um, so, a bit of background. I was humming like the September song. Like, do you remember? And apparently I got that stuck in the And then Mr. Skull gave me the bright idea of playing it with the intercom at the middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Skull let you do that? Uh, That's kind of cool. He did. He, he gave me the idea. It was okay. secretaries that let me do it. All right. And nobody thought that I was going to do it. Yeah. And then I did it. Okay, that's awesome. And it, and it was hilarious. One of my best really pranks I've ever pulled on Mr. Okay. Spencer. So, so people people noticed it and they obviously and they laughed. yeah yeah and they laughed. But if if I'm not if I'm just trying to like blend in some days, which believe yeah. it or not, I have those days, and mm. I like fall on my face or like say something a bit embarrassing by accident yes. and trip up my words. I'm right. going to feel obviously embarrassed. Right. It all really depends on the context. That's a good point. Um, Aaron, how about how about you? Well, I normally try and blend in. And okay. Mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Right. I just talk about them all day, and I don't think about anything else. You don't think you you think about not making mistakes that'll make you stand out? Is that what yeah. you what you mean? Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like it. So when people notice you doing something like it says ridiculous, uh, that would that would bother you then? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see both sides of that. Um, 
like Mike said, it's all about the context, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're doing something ridiculous on purpose to get people to laugh, then of course, you know, they laugh and that's fine. Uh, we don't always do that though, right? Oh. There have been times where I've done something really stupid and people started laughing and I felt like I was standing right at the edge of a, of a, of a cliff and I could kind of go, oh yeah, ha, 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 and just laugh it off. Or I could be like, oh, I didn't mean to do that and get upset and be kind of humiliated by it. And I don't know what always affects the way that I go with it. You know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes I have the total ability to go, I'm going to go this way. No, I think I'll go that way. But then other times it just kind of happens without the control. And you're just kind of like, oh, now I'm embarrassed by this, by this, this, this thing. I do know that I remember in college, um, I was in like a study room and there were some people in that, in that room. And, uh, we had the we had the blinds, you know, the blinds were like you pull them down, and to make them go up, you like pull and let it go up like that. Oh um, yeah, I used to. And they and they weren't the greatest because sometimes you would pull and they would pull them down and they go flying up, you know. So they weren't ent entirely re reliable. And I went to pull this one down, and the whole thing fell off. It was just like a roll, and it fell off. And this one girl in the room laughed when that happened, and I looked and she was laughing, and I was like, "This isn't necessarily a bad thing. She's amused by what I'm doing." And she seemed to like be enjoying like like you know i almost thought she thought i would did it on purpose just just to be funny so i didn't get embarrassed or humiliated i was like oh dope Whatever. the dope that i am i'm gonna try to try to fix this this now and i remember realizing i was able to do that then why can't i always do that why can't i always like you know when i do something embarrassing and people uh laugh just heard an idea yeah that was sort of funny huh all right mm -hmm. and my next thing i'm gonna do that you know you'll be uh, entertained by but it's not always that that easy is it huh. i don't know why it's not always easy i can totally relate to what aaron said about you said you want to just like fit in and be normal is yeah. that what you kind of said oh for the longest time for the longest 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 time i used to always think to myself i don't want to be you know the smartest kid in school i don't want to be the most popular kid in school i just want to fit in right in the middle be normal not stick out in a way where you know it's going to seem like it's not not normal. That would be so ideal, <laughs> so much so much better. I was exact opposite. You wanted to stand out then. Yeah, and okay. I think I've done a pretty good job of doing that. Okay. Especially in Dusty, I'm never down there. So what 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 happens? I just tell, like, I just tell terrible jokes. Oh, I've heard some of the the terrible jokes. Uh, puns like, are they uh, bad puns? Like, uh, where did you send a percussionist that was convicted of a crime? Uh, where? The Drumgen. <laughs> Ouch. Um, uh, why do people not live in bouncy houses? Uh, why? Too much inflation. Ooh, ouch. Ouch, yeah. You know what's funny? He he loves telling puns. There's been some, uh, sometimes in English 3 where I'll tell a pun, and this guy's like, oh, McGee, stop. <laughs> it's like, oh, you can dish it out, but you can't take it. Apparently. Yeah, that's fair. Very fair. And they are, they are bad jokes, though, because here I am, you know, it's in this audio medium. You can't tell that I'm grimacing, making horrible faces every time in the too much inflation. Oh, 
That's my worst one yet. That's painful. All right. I think I'm going to, I think that's it for me today. All right, Dad. It's going to be it for us then on this very special Patreon exclusive episode. You know, you'll have to uh, sub subscribe to hear this episode. You know, if you're hearing it on the main feed, then I guess we, you know, did like a special deal and just decided to share this one with with everyone else. So uh, we'll have to revisit this. I kind of enjoy, there's a lot of good uh questions on here like how close and warm is your family um would you rather play a game with someone more or less talented than you there are some mature ones though where i'm like ooh, i don't think i should probably ask that one you know so but well, we didn't accidentally pick pick any of those right. oh here's one would you be willing to go to a slaughterhouse and kill a cow no. no, thank you. No, thank you. All right. I want to kill a cow. I think the person that's like, yeah, sure, sign me up. That sounds great. All right, I'm going to end right there. And uh, hopefully we'll have, uh, um, when, when you're listening to this, hopefully we'll have another episode uh, soon after, if not us talking about Stranger Things or something else in the media than playing Dungeons and Dragons. Or maybe we'll even revisit something like this goodbye all right there i stopped hi i hope you enjoyed that episode of the podcast our intro and outro music is from the song i found love which is by the yolks off their album introducing the yolks and that song's available via creativecommons.com <laughs>